0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another wonderful episode of Dev Party. Yes, it's true. We are going to be developing today. Eric? Yeah, what? You, yeah, okay, just making sure you're there. I'm awesome. Here. <laughs> All right, so what are we developing today? Well, Dev Party
1: is our little mini episodes in between our main episodes where we develop some film. And what are you developing? I will be developing the same thing that you're developing today, and that is Ilford Delta 3200. Nice. Yes. And we are developing it in what is an HC-110 equivalent. It's made by Legacy Pro, which is a generic, well, it's not really generic. They make their own chemicals. And it's called L-110. It's yeah. basically the exact same thing as Kodak's HC-110, but cheaper and not Kodak it's a 14 and a half minute development so why don't we why don't we get into it okay alright so are you ready so are
0: we dumping out our um our pre-soak pre-soaks? yes alright let's do it let's start Nice clear and tell me when to pour okay I'll be relying on you as my timer today <laughs> since we're doing the same z's we're twinning
1: we are t- we're twinning once again Okay, pour in. And. Well, okay, so let's talk a little bit about what we shot. That's sure. always a little. That's always kind of fun.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: What did you shoot on your. You're doing one roll of 200?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, it was in the RB67. Okay. And uh, we were doing a little project where we shot indoors.
1: We, we did, yeah. All three of our rolls here, I'm doing two, you're doing one, were, were shot indoors. I going to talk a little bit about that. What was your indoor shooting like? What did you shoot?
0: Well, I shot my friend Mike, who is a surfboard shaper. Ooh. So, very low light fluorescents that are kind of put uh, halfway down the room, like, on the side walls. Okay. And uh, I brought a tripod. Yeah. Metered a little bit, and was, was kind of actually hoping for a little bit of speed blur when he was um, shaping. What exposures I, were
1: you doing? How long?
0: I don't know. So long ago, I don't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it long enough that you would you would get some some motion blur? I think so. Cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. I moved around a lot. So okay. Really shallow depth of field, and then, you know, really, really focused with like a slower uh, speed. Yeah. You know, for some of the blur. Mm-hmm. So everything hopefully is still inside the room except him.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Kind of just playing around, honestly. Um, I'm really bad at shooting high speed film. So we'll see mean? how this goes.
1: We're really know? bad at it.
0: I, I don't know I anything over 400 I really suck
1: <laughs> well, have I'm you not had, good at it have you had any luck at all
0: yeah of course there's like you know been a few good pictures occasionally but I just don't really shoot anything higher than 400 normally so I'm not really giving myself a chance
1: okay so it's... this will be
0: this will hopefully this will spark something and I'll want to shoot the 3200
1: again. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, have you tried pushing like HC-110? Um, nope, that's not a thing. Have you tried pushing like HP-5? That's what I was looking for. HP-5?
0: Uh, I don't think I've done HP-5, but I have pushed several other films, just not very much. And pulled.
1: Okay, I've I've pushed Ultrafine Extreme 400, yes. which is, I think, the best film Best modern film I've ever made, maybe. Definitely best high-speed film I've ever made.
0: It's not available anymore, It so. is
1: not... No, it doesn't seem to be. There's, uh... Yes, hopefully that, that, that changes at some point. It's I rumored hope. to be changing at some point. But, yeah, I've pushed that to, I think, 3200, and it got some amazing results. Really, really good I results.
0: Did, I do remember those, and they yeah. were amazing. And that was kind of... At the end of when... when see, I almost said HC 110. Now you got me saying it. I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Ultrafine. That was when, like, Ultrafine was kind of like, all right, there's no Ultrafine left when you started doing that.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was on one of the last last rolls that I shot before the pandemic. Yeah. It's a bummer. Oh, uh, yes. So, Hopefully it comes back. Yes, you know, it, it will. The whole problem there is, I guess a lot of schools ordered... And since schools were out, they didn't have enough um, of an order to make up for whatever company they get it they get it coded through. So there's that. So once they get once schools get back in session and things start ramping up again, it wouldn't surprise me if they would have roles soon. But if they don't have roles for September, they probably aren't going to have them uh, maybe ever again. I don't know. I, I, yeah, so right now is kind of the time we're going to be figuring it out.
0: Yes. So, uh, what about you? What did you shoot?
1: Well, shot. I have two roles here, and one of them was shot with you, and the Haver-Montana Underground. Now, if, you've, oh, okay. if you're familiar with, like, the Seattle Underground, or the Portland Underground, it's basically the same thing. The town burnt down, and they opened businesses in the basement, which was really all that remained. And while that was happening, they were rebuilding the town, and so it was. It's a really good underground tour. Uh, they're very open about the dark history of the town, including the town's racism and and the the prostitution that was there, the brothels that were there, the illegal gambling, and and the the like speakeasies, things like that.
0: They're very open
1: about that and um, proud of of the good parts of it, like the speakeasies and. Uh, not proud of the racism, which, knowing the area, that's a good thing. So I shot a roll there, and that was all handheld, and I was with a tour group. So I wasn't alone. And then the other one is in uh, Paducah, Texas, and that's a, a more interesting story where I was alone. So I was shooting this yeah. town of Paducah. And it was a pretty cool town. It was a, it was a you know, it's North uh, Texas Panhandle Town. Uh, you're kind of just walking around the town square, and in the middle of the town square is a courthouse. It's one like one of those towns. And when I got out of the car, there was a guy on a John Deere mowing the grass, a big big cowboy hat, just mowing the grass, doing his thing. So I was shooting, and I spent maybe 20 minutes in the town. And then I started walking past the courthouse, and he called to me, said, Hey! And he gave me the Khmer finger, and he had, like, a stern look on his face. I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, Ooh. someone's not happy that I'm here. Not a problem. And he pointed up to the, the the courthouse, and he says, you ever been to the third floor? And my mind went to, is the third floor the jail? Like, that? I'm, am I doing something that wrong that I he wants to put me in jail? <laughs> and i like, no, no, never never been. Still trying to play it, you know, medium. And he's like, do you wanna? I don't know. He's like, well, a lot of people go up there and take photos. It's an old courthouse and it's been abandoned. I'm like, um, I'm, like, I'm judge. And he gave his name. He's like, I'm the county judge here. Good to meet you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the county judge in Paducah, Texas also is the landscaper. And I thought, that, well, that's pretty cool. He's taking care of his courthouse. I don't know where they do their actual courthouse stuff now, but the courthouse on the third floor, the the courtroom building on the third floor, is vacant. And he sent me up there, and I fortunately had a roll of 3,200 in my car, so I went back and got it, and I went up there, and I had the entire courthouse, the entire building to myself. There was nobody else in it. Wow. I kept myself to the third floor, because that's where he told me to go, and I spent... I don't know, maybe 15 minutes. It's, you know, it's an old courthouse. There's the 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 old judge's desk is still there. The the rows of seats are still there. Where the jury sat is still there, but the chairs aren't. And I got a few good pictures. And then I went into the adjoining hallways where, like, the judge's chambers were and, you know, some other stuff. And I shot a lot there, too. I did a whole roll. Did 10, 10, 10 shots, or I guess 9 shots there. And it was... Really neat to have a place like that all to yourself, you know? There's not even anybody yeah. else in the building. And that was really yeah. cool. And it was it was neat that, that he didn't... No, you know, I'm white male, so maybe that played a role in it. it I, I don't know. I don't know this guy. So maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But I know that it was a, a wonderful little privilege to be able to get up into the Paducah Courthouse pretty thrilled about it and i'm yeah. excited to see the pictures of both haver and paducah two places where not a lot of people get to go though apparently they filmed the courtroom scene in the new version of true grit in this courthouse though i'm not 100 sure on that that's just what somebody told me but who knows
0: can, can i just take a moment and change the subject and apologize for the pug and the background well, Making you, all sorts of crazy noises.
1: <laughs> you often do have to apologize for the pug in the background.
0: Oh my god. I think we can just I give a blanket
1: apologize. apology from here on out. This pug yeah. in the background is a permanent yes. fixture. If you
0: hear like gargoyle creepy like noises, it's my dog. And it's normal.
1: Well, and I'm developing in the bathroom and Mosey Jenkins, the cat, he yes. is in the bathtub right now. He spends a lot of time in the bathtub. He's in the bathtub right now. And you know those those little plastic mushroom things that people put in their drains to stop like hair from collecting.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, he likes to to dig that out and then run around the house with it. That's awesome. Yeah. What a guy. So he's (laughs) he's in there right now trying to get it out.
0: Nice. Hi, Mosey. Oh, he's actually
1: (laughs) he wants he wants some water. His water bowl, which is a motorized water fountain that kind of recycles the water and filters it for him that's not good enough so he likes to drink from the bathtub why wouldn't you tap straight from the tap nice (laughs) so vanya do you have any tips for people who maybe haven't shot in low light you know indoors natural lighting essentially
0: uh tripod
1: Okay, that's a good idea. Something
0: to balance your camera, Um, like a little level would be nice. Okay. A light meter and some time and patience. And also kind of look at light differently. Like what the low light that you do have, where is it coming from? Kind of like, you know, when you take a picture outside, like, I remember telling my mom this like a million times still, like, if you take a picture of somebody, make sure the sun's behind you so you get, like, you know, or at least on the side of them so you get their face not in shadow, right? Right, of course, yeah. So, kind of think of light as, like, okay, where is light coming from? Is it bouncing off of something? Um, is it shining on something? Is that interesting? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can get really cool shadows and lines. Um that are more interesting than the actual whatever you're taking a picture of. you
1: could you can really play with light like that.
0: Oh, absolutely. So there is you know, you just gotta kind of be patient with yourself. and sometimes, uh, like there's been a few places that I've shot that I didn't realize how amazing the shadows were until I shot it. And then I was like, oh, there's something here. I need yeah. to go back and and shoot this place again. So um, there's also things like that. And then, of course,, time of day. Um, when's the best time to shoot indoors, I would say, if yeah. you're using natural light. So windows, what, which way are they facing? Things like sure. that, uh, could be helpful as well.
1: So you use a tripod on both of these roles. I didn't, cause my thought is if I'm using a tripod, I can use any speed film I want. So since True. I'm using 3,200, I like to freehand it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I guess my tips would be absolutely meter. And mm-hmm. I'm in love with spot metering. That's where it's all of my shots, for better or for worse, are meter with a spot meter. You can use your phone. And at some point, we're going to compare the two and really see, like, the strong points of the, of the phone, strong <laughs> points of the, of the spot meter. And, and see if we can maybe figure out ways around that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, phone or a, a good spot meter. And steady hand. Don't be afraid to shoot it at 160th or 130th if you've got a steady hand.
0: I hold my breath, which is not the best thing because there's been a few times where I thought I was going to pass out.
1: <laughs> we have 20 and, seconds, by the way.
0: Oh, no! It's it's like a bad habit of mine. Like, I'll hold my breath when I'm shooting, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm going to pass out. i got to stop doing this.
1: <laughs> I do hold my breath as well, but not um, not to that
0: extreme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's pour out.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I think also, depending on your scene, mine was very symmetrical. So I felt like it was important for me to have a tripod for the okay. scene that I was shooting. Sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, mine was not. I was getting angles. I was going for interesting things, I guess. So uh, we will see. I don't know. I have no idea. More than likely, five will turn out. Five won't. So I'll have a mixed bag here. I'll have some good ones and some bad ones and we'll see where that, how that goes. All right, well let's
0: stop and wash real quick.
1: I am stoppage. And I'm using an acid stop, which is vinegar and water to a pH of about two and a half. All right, we do a a five minute fix. In I'm using Ilford Rapid Fix. You're probably using TF four.
0: Yep. That's you got stuff. it.
1: Fixing and hey, since it's fixing time, let's <laughs> let's answer the question, the the answer machine question. Oh yes. So the question from last episode is I'm I'm talking and pouring fixer in a very tiny little spout here. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> I'm not as talented as I think I am. But, <laughs> The question from last episode is photography is largely a solo venture. How has it changed your comfort with being alone?
0: I got a good one for this. Go for it. All right. Uh, Well, I am kind of a wallflower in a way. Like if people talk to me, I am really good with like holding a, a conversation with someone but going somewhere uh, and being by myself there's always like that weird like awkwardness and I've always had it my whole entire life so uh, me having a figuring out that I can have a camera in my hand and have something to do has really <laughs> changed my life honestly I remember being like 13 14 like oh I'll just bring my camera and then there's no like weird awkwardness I could just like walk around and take pictures So, yeah, honestly, like it, photography has helped me feel comfortable just to be out in the world and and not look like, like I'm staring at people because I do that sometimes. Like I'll go, like I'll go to like a coffee shop and I'll stand there in line and everybody, like, I love watching people because they go like, okay, I'm standing here. I better like pull out my phone and look at my phone because I can't sure. look at anything else. And so like you want, I watch people do that. <laughs> they're probably doing it because I'm creeping on them obviously. And they're like, That's Oh my I God, this like, yeah. chick is totally staring at me. I better look busy. <laughs> so she doesn't talk to me. It's probably what's happening. But I guess like, I think it's just helped me and I think it's helped. I bet you there's a ton of people that are like that too, honestly. So yeah. I can see that. Uh, as far as like shooting on my own by myself, there are some variables there because I am a woman. So yeah. I do, I'm I'm always careful with my surroundings. Uh, so when I do go on solo trips, I try to make sure that I am being as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. And also, it is like very liberating. Um, I every trip I've taken, I've driven away. And kind of, like, not exactly patted myself on the back, but, like, kind of made sure to acknowledge, like, hey, like, you went, you did what you wanted to do, you got some shots, like, good, you know, you did it. You didn't, like, hold back. You didn't hold back. Because I I do get messages sometimes from people, like, oh, like, I can't believe you, like, go out there by yourself. Or even, like, from my own sister, like, so amazing that you do that, I could never do that. And I'm like, well, Yeah. yeah, you can. You can do that sure if you want to yeah and honestly it gets easier every time you do it um so yeah i think that's that's my answer okay
1: i mine is somewhat similar when i started doing solo trips like the long month long solo trips remember the first one i had like such incredible loneliness (laughs) it was it was really like devastating loneliness and the second one i had it a little bit but not as bad Um, the third one, I think I've done four so far. I felt it a little, hardly at all. And this last one, like basically not at all. And that, I mean, my trips are, my, my trips are are fully photography. That's what I do on these trips. And it's, it's, if it weren't for photography, I wouldn't be doing these trips. So I think in that way, it's really helped me just deal with being alone by, you know, for, by yourself for, A month. Now, you were traveling Mm -hmm. with me for a bit, so that was less than a month. But still, Mm -hmm. for long periods of time, long stretches of road, it it does get very lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as, like, just, like, I shoot alone all the time. I'm barely around people. And so I'm still not used to taking out a camera around people or in a town. Like, I just talk about Paducah and all of that. My, My first impression was the guy wanted to arrest me. So that's on me. That's probably not on him. And so my, yeah. my thought is still, like, I'm being a burden, I'm, I'm exploiting the town, or, you know... Well, you're they're...
0: trying to be respectful.
1: Of course. Oh, but God, of course I'm trying to be respectful. But I want... I don't... You can't really convey that to everybody, you know? Like, they, yeah. they don't necessarily know that. I mean, like, when I was in Tucumcari, I was yelled at to get the fuck out of our town, because I was taking oh, pictures. Yeah. So
0: it... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And so it's, it's always a mixed bag. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when you're alone, you are maybe a little less, with me anyway, I'm a little less daring than I would be if I were with people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, safety, I don't think it's a safety thing for me. Uh, I think it's more of a just, you know, when you're with people, you feel just a little more bold.
0: Yeah. No, that reminds me of the schoolhouse when we walked in the schoolhouse in Colorado.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have done it without you.
0: <laughs> I'm glad we did, but Oh my yeah. god, yeah. That owl <laughs> that oh, almost yeah, carried the, you away. <laughs>
1: the owl freaked me the fuck out. And then the the owner came and was, you know, pretty cool with us being there. Nice guy.
0: He was just making sure we we're weren't like loitering. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I guess I guess that's it.
0: No, I mean yeah. Sounds good to me. I think that, that sounds answer. great.
1: I think we've I think we've sufficiently answered this question. So let's pour out our fixer and get to <gasps> already? washing. Already, yeah, okay. already. So okay. uh, we are going to be pouring out the fixer. We're going to be washing. We've got commercial sign. So we'll be back.
0: savage has a plan
1: look at him he's a wizard he's headed for the video championships it's going to take a lot of talent here we come a little romance i am not kissing a boy and the wizard
0: video Armageddon.
1: you can do it you're the best fred savage in the wizard rated pg parental guidance suggested starts friday december 15th at theaters everywhere
0: and we are back from washing. We are All cleaned up, ready to pull out and see what we got.
1: And I have got images. They nice. are dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's what? Uh, uh, you, can you this, see what it is?
1: Mm, this Which would be this? the Haver place, and like one okay. looks like one. I'd say th- there's three that m- that are okay-ish, and I okay. could probably pull images out of three others. So that's six out of it ten. It was
0: really, really dark there.
1: It was really dark there, yeah.
0: What were you shooting at?
1: Um, wide open would be 3.8, and okay. I was probably shooting one thirtieth and one sixtieth. so the ones that oh, look yeah. good could also be very shaky, and I can't tell them the negative.
0: So how about you? What do you got? I will pull them out now. Let's see. All right. Well, I got negatives, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I forgot I used the 645 back. Oh. Interesting. Okay, well, so, you know that whole thing about (laughs) being symmetrical? Let's just pretend I didn't say that, you guys. Um, I'm using a 645 back on the RB67. Okay. Eric found it in Las Vegas when he was there and he called and he's like, hey, there's this 645 back. You want it? And I was like, you know it. Yeah. So, um,
1: and it was Tiffin it. who was really big on us getting, getting one of those.
0: Yes. So yeah. thank you, Tiffin. I adore it. I love it. And I've been having pretty good luck with it. And I think these are. <sighs> looking good uh okay so they're not super black and they're not super white they're kind of like there's a lot of good grays in the middle it looks looks good looks i'm really excited about these cool yeah
1: all right so my, my, my 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 second role is the paducah courthouse and these look good (gasps)
0: <gasps> Yay! Yeah, I knew those would that's like right up your alley. Like yeah. shooting by yourself mm-hmm. with like old, you know, furniture, like that's that's your flow. This is, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm really fucking thrilled with these. <laughs> I'm very thrilled with these. But it is okay, we usually will say something like, Oh, it's a little hard to tell with negatives, so let's go to the futures. I mean, we will, but this is pretty obvious. I I kinda nailed exposure here and when you have when you have losses you got to be like you know you got to own your losses own your fuck ups but when you do well <laughs> own that too and i'm going to fucking own this i nailed i nailed some exposure here <laughs>
0: awesome.
1: and you know the difference between the two is i was able to use the spot meter in the courthouse and i was not okay. able to use the spot meter or i chose not to use the spot meter in haver and i was okay. guessing a lot and i used my phone now It's anecdotal, but I did a lot better with the spot meter. It could be because I'm more used to the spot meter or that the spot meter is better, but I don't know. So I would like to test those out someday, but why don't we go to the futures and see.
0: Yeah, see what the hell they have to say about this.
1: Yeah. Well, hello. Hello. We are from the future and let's talk about some photos that we developed Way back in the past, <laughs> Vanya. Earlier this day. Earlier, earlier today. we're not. We're not actually from the future. It's just an act. So you have pictures taken on Ilford Delta 3200 of mm-hmm. your friend Mike shaping boards first. Since I'd say we're not a surfing podcast. Not, not exactly. What does that mean? What is Mike doing?
0: Mike is taking a piece of uh, like a foam blank, which is what a surfboard is to start.
1: So like a foam block essentially.
0: Yes. Okay. And then shaping it into a specific surfboard. He's been doing this for 50 years probably. Oh wow. Um, so he has a lot of templates and a lot of knowledge and it's it's actually just a lot of fun to be in there with him and watch him work.
1: Cool, okay, so you've got five photos. Yes. Okay. What are they?
0: Uh, well, they are pictures of like <laughs> Mike shaping. You don't um, say. I will say that I forgot that I had the 645 back on my RB67.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that during the recording and Tiffin was the one responsible for that.
0: Yes. Well, because of that. I don't have a mask on my um, ground glass and I think that might've messed me up a little bit because I was like, okay, if it's vertical, then it's horizontal. And then if it's horizontal, it's vertical. And I don't know. So it's not exactly easy, but it is really nice to get, you know, squeeze in a couple extra pictures. Of course.
1: How many photos do you get with the six or five back?
0: I think 16 or 15. Really? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. 15 or 16. Okay. Um, So you could definitely see um, I got some blur, which I wanted. I wanted to show movement, but stillness in the background on some of them. Uh, My favorite one is probably the vertical one of him. The amount of light from the lights in the room on the surfboard kind of glowing, and it's kind of glowing off his shirt. And I don't know. It's just a, a really nice picture of him.
1: It is. Nothing's blown out. Nothing is, is lost in shadow. It's just a really well-shot photo.
0: It is. I really like the dusty hands. I mean, that dust is everywhere. It oh, gets yeah. all over everything. Um, it's just loud and... <laughs> <laughs> How do you
1: clean that up? Because, I mean, static electricity exists, so that'd be a real pain in the ass, right?
0: Yeah, there's a little um, air, so you just... Psh- Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You just blow it off. It, it was like I'll I blow was right it off. there.
1: I used to use those in the metal shop.
0: Exactly. So yeah. same thing. That's, okay. that's actually, you could see it. Yeah. I um, see it in the last picture. Yep.
1: The last picture <laughs> is great because he is moving. Yes. It's a, it's a longer exposure.
0: I wish it was darker.
1: Well, um, you could always darken it in post.
0: Yeah. So I think that, Okay, I like the 3200. Yeah, I think if I got used to it, I would like it much more. Uh, but i I think I pictured maybe things being a little bit more darker. Okay, and they're just a lot brighter than I expected. And it's, well. I mean, they're they're well exposed, and maybe I was looking for maybe something a little bit more underexposed. <laughs> okay,
1: well, the if that's what you're looking for as the final product, why don't you just darken it a little bit in Photoshop or whatever?
0: I try not to, but I guess I could. You could.
1: You could. I'm I'm getting the detail's more... nice. Oh the detail is great. The detail for for it being so dark, the detail is wonderful.
0: Yes. And the grain I like. I I enjoy it very much. Yeah,
1: let's talk about the grain a little bit. This okay. is incredibly fucking grainy film because
0: yep. I think
1: okay, I should have I should have looked this up. I think 3200 is, I think it's 800 ISO, mm-hmm. like true ISO, whatever that means. And you're just pushing it and pushing it. And so it's going to grain out a lot more, especially mm-hmm. in something like we developed it in HC 110. So it's going to grain out, I think, more in that. But mm-hmm. the, the way this is so interesting, because I don't think I've seen any photos taken with the 645 back. I did a roll with it. I don't think I've seen it yet. Actually, I know I haven't. Okay. And so. This has a very cinematic quality because it is a little wider Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the grain in it, it kind of looks like sixteen millimeter film. There is a a definite and the way it's lit, there is a a real like like cinematic quality to it. And I think that's really wonderful.
0: I think so too. Definitely the lighting for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. (laughs) I have some, um, JCH street pan that I shot that day as well, but I'm not finished with it still in the RB, uh, probably about a half a roll. And I think that's, I think that's metery metered usually at 400, but I shot it at 200. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think the last time I shot it at 200 uh, with the Birdwell shoot, it came out really, really lovely. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool.
1: I have never shot that.
0: Uh, it's expensive. It is expensive. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's why
1: I've never shot it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only reason why I got it the last time was well, because <laughs> I, yeah, <'cause> someone else <laughs> paid for it. This time, I don't know why I got it. Sometimes you just got to splurge. I guess so. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Let's talk about your photos They oh, love. Oh my God. They look so good. Okay. So
1: during the recording, I did say that I, I didn't think the pictures from Haver would turn out. And for the most part, they didn't. Three of the 10 photos are kind of look atable. I have, I'm sharing one here. Uh, no real reason. There's a couple others that are okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I'm sharing here is from the brothel. You were there mm-hmm. with me when I shot this. It's a it's a light on a nightstand and there's like a, a dress next to it and they can see the textured walls and the sheet that, that's that's put up between the, the girls. Uh, it's it's okay. It's not, you know, not my favorite photo in the world, but I wanted to include something from this role.
0: Yeah, I like it. Thank
1: you. The other role, however, the courthouse <laughs> role, like I suspected, is really, really fun. <laughs>
0: It is that first shot right there is probably one of my favorites. But then I keep scrolling down and seeing your other ones, and I'm like, oh, this one's cool too. Well, though.
1: I only included one from the actual courtroom, and this is from behind the jury, looking at the the judge, looking at the mm-hmm. the, the uh, what do they call it the, where the judge sits?
0: Podium? I don't know. What do they call that?
1: Stand? That's where the was well, looking at the stand as well. That's where the mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, witness would exist. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer.
0: <laughs> but I really like
1: it cuz there's a lot going on. There's like a, a ceiling fan up in the in the upper left corner, the lights from coming in from the window is really wonderful. Like coming in from the window is really wonderful and there you can see some of the um Venetian blinds. Mm-hmm. And I quite like that. Now the other ones are taking out in the hallway where I I kind of figured that more more of my good photos would come.
0: Oh, it's called the bench, by the way. Sorry. Oh, the bench.
1: You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I do love the heater. Those uh those old timey heaters are my favorite. Oh yeah. Said
1: yeah. So yeah, the second picture is of a radiator in a hallway with light mm-hmm. at the end of the hallway. And actually a little bit of light coming from one of the one of the I think it's a judge's chambers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I really that was is what did it for me.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. You really were playing with light here. Yeah,
1: I really was. It was so dark, and I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. The next, which is a vertical shot, is crooked, and I don't remember if it was purposely done or not. I don't know if it looks good. I don't know. Well, you
0: can crop it. I mean...
1: If I had to, I could. I'm not sure why I'm including this one here, but I am. But I I like it. I
0: love the light on the on the, on the floor just coming out is gorgeous.
1: Yeah. And the light, the light fixture on the top and on the ceiling Mm -hmm. is really fun. And you're, what you're looking at on the left are the doors that go into the court, courtroom, I believe.
0: Mm. How did you get this? Did you climb up the wall?
1: These are, (laughs) I was coming, this is, this is a, a shot of the second floor or maybe the first floor. And I was coming down the stairs.
0: Mm. And
1: I I framed the shot and I was like, well, what if I got up a little closer to the ceiling? Cause I was almost all the way on the floor. Mm-hmm. What if I got a little closer to the ceiling? So I went back up to see if it, it would still look okay. And it looked great. I'm like, oh, this is fun. But I couldn't center it because I was on stairs or all, all the way on the right of the frame. Mm-hmm. So I did what I could, I did the best I could, but there's a lot of reflection here. And I like the no smoking sign. <laughs> it just made me happy. I love it. And again, another heater. And so this is in this is in Paducah in in the northern panhandle. I guess Texas only has one panhandle. I've I've learned. I've, I've it look. Texas is a really weird looking state, and I figured there were several panhandles, but there's just one. So I'm hoping that other people will be able to go there and and shoot this. It seems like a really great place, and I'd love to see what other people do with it. Mm-hmm. Hint hint that. Is that's all of her photos? Nice, yeah. Good job, and good job to you. I think this was fairly successful. I would say so. Except for that one roll I shot in Haver. But other than that, yeah. fairly successful.
0: And that's okay. Oh, what would you do differently? In Haver? Yeah. Uh bring a meter. Okay. And so it was, it the was thing a that lot. you usually bring. You didn't yeah. bring. Well, it was also
1: a lot darker. I would probably push this. To either sixty four hundred or one hundred twenty eight hundred. So wow. yeah, it would I would push it a lot, and I, th- I think I probably should have done that. Two extra stops I think would have would have worked with this, but I was a little nervous. I don't usually shoot high speed film. I don't really know what to expect from this. I looked on Flickr to see when I was seeing how I developed the last roll that I did. I have one picture, ooh, on Flickr. That's it, just one from the from from Delta three thousand two hundred. So Mm. I'm not experienced with this film. I have apparently shot one role before, so I have doubled my experience with this today. Well, good. So i just tripled. So I'm happy I did it. Are you happy you did it?
0: I'm very happy. I will continue.
1: Will you shoot this again? Oh, of course. Awesome. I can't wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, take it back. Let's get back to the past. And
1: thank you future Eric and future Vanya and lightning as usual. So, I guess in summation, shoot this film if you want to. <laughs> kind of the same advice we give for any film. Really?
0: Yes.
1: It just gives yeah. you it's kind of impressive how 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 uh, high speed film works. It's just kind of kind of neat that it does.
0: Yeah, I really have- need to work with it more.
1: Yeah, I think I do too. So, I guess that wraps it up for Dev Party. So tune in next week for our full episode where we'll be talking about lots and lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We we will. Tune in. So thank you so much for listening. We love you. And
0: bye Bye.